0: Sarah Gilligan and we're looking back at Gaulet's history once again through the pages of the Bunyip.
1: Nice to see you again after lockdown. Yes yet. yes it's been a dramatic week. It has, certainly has been a very historic week indeed. Yes this week we'll be making the news and for sure. back in 10, 25. One for the books. Yes
0: so what have you got for us this week? What's
1: been happening in the past? So 150 years ago the Bunyip reported on railway incendiarism. So The article reported that the week before the destruction through a fire caused by a railway engine of about 10 pounds worth of hay standing on Mr. Elmsley's field near the railway bridge. Since then, a second act of railway incendiarism occurring in the same neighbourhood has been reported to us from several quarters. Had the first of these fires occurred further on in the year and with the grass as dry and ignitable as tinder there is very little doubt that it would have seized upon and spread over Mr Duffield's park. And how fearfully such fires do spread in summer old colonists know, many of them to their cost. So it's interesting we're talking about a hay fire today because there was actually one at two wells this morning i saw that the two Wells cfs attended and it seems to be happening quite frequently this season haystack fires probably because the
0: hay's been cut late maybe yes perhaps late spring
1: yeah and i guess it would have been a lot moister with the rains and i'm sure that has something to do Mm. with it so
0: that's interesting because of course back 150 years ago the train stopped at galla station that was the end of the line Mm. and the land around there was mostly farmland
1: Okay, interesting. So. Well, I must say, towards Evanston Gardens Way, there needs to be some grass cutting because it's yes. a little bit long. If I don't yes. know if you've noticed. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's it, time for it. whoever's responsible to do mm. some slashing. And what was happening hundred years ago, in Gola? So 100 years ago, the Bunyip reported on Gola students' successes. So it says Kenneth Hetzel, son of Mr. F. C. Hetzel of Gola, has had a wonderfully successful career in educational pursuits. From the beginning at the Gawler Primary School right through to his last achievement at Adelaide University he has either been the top or second in all examinations entered for the latest success being top and first class in the fifth year medical examination. Oh sounds like he was very very smart smart for lack of
0: a better word. To get to university back then was where possibly through scholarships. Okay, but interesting. Because it was very costly to go to university. It was generally the upper class only.
1: That so it's a bit more the, newsworthy, I guess, back yes. like then. Because oh, like we yes. wouldn't report on every single person who goes to uni from <laughs> no. our region now. Be every page. <laughs> yes,
0: you'd have a very big fat paper. It would be <laughs> yes, and obviously he did extremely well. So and got a primary school probably was very proud of. Him as a former alumni <laughs> yes i wonder if there's
1: photographs of him anywhere be. yeah so it was
0: happening 50 years ago
1: so 50 years ago the bunet reported on canvassing for the youth center so the article reads that the committee formed recently to investigate the possible building of a youth center or community activities center in gola and has decided to canvass the town to find out what activities people are interested in and how much support they would give to the center Questionnaires were circulated to every household in the town during a five-day period and they were collected on the weekend of December 5 to 6. A spokesperson for the committee said it was proposed to use voluntary labour assisted by tradesmen to construct the centre and fundraising would be necessary to buy the materials. So I wonder if this centre ever eventuated. Yes, I wonder, because obviously it's no longer still standing.
0: So I wonder if it was built where it was yeah. and what became of it, because...
1: It would be interesting. I think that a youth centre would be fantastic for Gola. Well, they
0: have the youth hub now. They at do, the yes. civic centre, mm. which is open outside of civic centre hours. That's why it was designed on the side of the exit, mm. outside entrance. And I know they worked very hard to get that custom designed. So mm. that's yes, excellent. Though. But yes, this youth centre obviously no longer... Unless they exists. did the
1: questionnaires and no one really supported the idea and they didn't pursue it. So that would be interesting mm. to find out. Yes.
0: So it says will be circulated, so it's Mm. still in the planning stage, so maybe it never happened. So what was happening 25 years ago?
1: Yes, interesting. 25 years ago, the paper reported on a virus in Gola. another one. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So the deadly rabbit disease, Khaleesi virus, may have reached Gola. A local resident told the Bunyip that he had found two dead rabbits and spotted two sick-looking rabbits while walking at Quangley Park last weekend. He said there were no marks on the bodies, so he assumed that they'd been affected by the disease. Okay, so probably not the best source of information, no. based on assumptions, but I wonder, do you remember rabbit I think, virus? I think it might have oh. been a deliberately released virus. Okay.
0: And it caused a lot of controversy because of caused problems in itself. I do seem to remember there was some controversy about releasing another rabbit virus. Okay. Because they worried it might spread to other species. Or I guess that's the same yeah. argument
1: with the carp and the Murray River. Yes. And they've been yes. working on a virus to release for years now. Yes. I'm not sure that that ever eventuated either because they were worried it would spread to other species, species of that's fish. Right. And I guess it's that, mm. you know, that worry when you play God. That's And right. the repercussions. And it can be disastrous, and not has been on many, mm. many occasions. We've ended
0: up with worse problems from Exactly. It, and usually with it, something like the Khaleesi virus, they become immune to it, so it's only a temporary cull in the population, mm. and then they bounce back. So I don't know what the outcome of that was.
1: Bit of a different virus to what we're
0: facing at the moment. Yes. So I see the 10 years ago story is rather a sad one, I guess.
1: Yeah, so 10 years ago, the Bunyip reported on thieves targeting memorial plaques, So the article says that these targeted the Smithfield Memorial Park at Evanston South on the weekend, stealing 131 memorial plaques that have been described as having negligible value as scrap metal. Children's graves were even targeted in the attack, which has stunned Adelaide Cemetery's Authority Chief Executive Officer Robert Pitt. Of the 131 stolen, 85 were in the science park where plaques honour people who donated their bodies for scientific purposes. 31 were from the children's garden and a further 15 were from another niche wall holding cremated remains. That's just terrible. That's a horrible thing. Who would do that? It's
0: such a horrible thing to do.
1: And it's like, you know, this year around Remembrance Day when those people had attacked the war graves... Mm. In Adelaide yeah. you just yeah. wonder like how disrespectful mm-hmm. and yeah I just can't even imagine how someone could do that yes
0: we've family signed there's two children buried there oh. in about 1860
1: okay. okay and infant and a girl of about 11 so their graves weren't stolen well, then, during not. this I saw that on yeah that if you have trouble that. finding yes. them yes. then 10 years yes. ago you know why yes. they were stolen well that's all we have for you yes. this week Okay, well, thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.